KTSA News Flash. Many American families will be looking for cheaper ways to eat, heat their homes, and get from point A to point B this winter with the price of food and fuel on the rise. Correspondent Elizabeth Schulze in Washington says crude oil topped $80 a barrel for the first time in years. Supply chain issues also fueling a spike in grocery prices. Meat, poultry, fish and eggs all up more than 15% since before the pandemic. The CEO of Kraft Heinz now saying we are raising prices where necessary around the world. Other food giants have announced price increases too, including Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Small business owners report they are feeling the impact of the coronavirus. The mood of small business owners slipped in September. According to the National Federation of Independent Business, optimism fell a full point to a reading of 99.1. That is the lowest level since March. Optimism sank as small business owners complained about difficulty finding enough staff. Businesses also say they can't get parts and supplies fast enough to keep up with demand. That's correspondent Diane King-Hall. The Biden administration is urging courts to step in and suspend the most restrictive abortion law in the country. The Texas law bans abortion after cardiac activity is detected, usually around six weeks and before most women know they're pregnant. Federal judge had halted the law for a brief 48 hours, but it was reinstated after Texas appealed. The Biden administration argues the law is unconstitutional because it denies citizens a judicial remedy. A defining feature of the law allows private citizens to file $10,000 civil lawsuits against clinics, providers, or anyone who helps a woman get an abortion. That's correspondent Linda Kenyon. Governor Greg Abbott is attempting to use the power of the pen to shield the Lone Star State from having private businesses implement any sort of vaccine mandate. The executive order is a likely magnet for legal challenges as it aims to combat a push by the Biden administration to mandate shots or weekly testing. In Texas, Governor Abbott is pushing back, issuing an executive order saying, quote, the COVID-19 vaccine is safe, effective, and our best defense against the virus, but should remain voluntary and never forced. In the end, this will be resolved in the courts and the federal government will likely win. But in the interim, at least in the short term, you're likely to see a lot of companies try to go into a holding pattern. Mark Jones is a political science professor with Rice University. He says if you're an employee waiting on your company's response, it could take some time. That's correspondent Grace White. After announcing he had tested positive for coronavirus, GOP gubernatorial candidate Alan West is now hospitalized in Plano. The former chairman of the Republican Party of Texas hasn't been vaccinated for the virus. He announced Sunday that he was in the hospital with coronavirus-related pneumonia, but he's continuing his fight against vaccine mandates. West's wife, Angela, who has been vaccinated, also tested positive for the virus. She has since been sent home from the hospital. There will be nearly twice as many members of the city's redistricting advisory committee as there were last time. Mayor Ron Nuremberg and city staff decided to increase the number of committee members from 13 to 23 after a discussion of the upcoming process last week. San Antonio must redraw its 10 city council districts based on data from the 2020 U.S. Census. The advisory committee appointed by the city council will draw the new map. City council is responsible for approving it sometime next year. Scheduling issues at the nation's largest low-cost airline are gradually untangling. Correspondent Jim Ryan is in Dallas, the hometown of Southwest. 
Four days after the cascade of flight cancellations began. We have a few more cancellations than we would normally have, but things are pretty well back to normal. Southwest Chief Executive Gary Kelly has heard the rumors that his company's COVID vaccine mandates had prompted workers to walk off the job, leading to those cancellations. There's just no evidence of that. The Federal Aviation Administration says the flight delays came after a staffing shortage Friday at an air traffic control facility in Jacksonville, Florida. An abandoned home on the southwest side has been destroyed by a fire. Firefighters got the call around 1.30 a.m. Tuesday from South Brazos Street. The structure was located near the Nancy Place intersection. It was fully engulfed when crews arrived. It didn't take long for the flames to be put out, but now investigators are going to look for the cause. No injuries have been reported. San Antonio police are looking for whoever shot a man who is now recovering at a local hospital. He was found with a gunshot wound to his leg just before 1 a.m. Tuesday on North Main Street. Police may have a difficult time tracking down the shooter because the victim has given several conflicting accounts of what happened. The victim is expected to make a full recovery. Police are investigating a shooting that wounded three people at a southeast side apartment complex Monday afternoon. Officers responded around 2.30 p.m. to the reported shooting on South Cross Boulevard near South WW White Road. San Antonio Police Chief William McManus says the shooter entered an apartment and shot two people and a woman. All three victims are hospitalized with one in critical condition. McManus says the shooting seems to have resulted from an argument. A man is dead after leading San Antonio police on a chase. It happened around 10 p.m. Monday. Officers were chasing the man who was suspected of an earlier robbery, but he crashed his car on Sims Avenue near I-35. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The man's name has not been released. The body of a migrant has been found hanging from a tree in South Texas in what some are calling a possible lynching. Brooks County Sheriff Benny Martinez says he was shocked. I'm being real careful with it because it's, this is the first that I know of since I've been working with the sheriff's office since 09. He says the victim was a male Mexican national and investigators found little else to go by. The Texas Rangers have launched an investigation and are handling the incident as a homicide. A San Antonio man is off to prison for 30 years after his conviction for aggravated kidnapping. After a four-day trial, a Comal County jury found 38-year-old Jesse Maldonado guilty and sentenced him to prison. Maldonado tried to sexually assault a woman he picked up alongside the road in 2017. He pretended to offer her a lift after her boyfriend stranded her following an argument. At the time of the aggravated kidnapping, Maldonado had been on parole for about six months for a felony firearm violation. The National Weather Service has sent out a flash flood watch for today through Thursday. The prediction is for isolated heavy downpours, which could bring minor flooding to the region. The rain will come from the remnants of Hurricane Pamela when the storm makes its way across Texas. In San Antonio, the potential amount of rain is up to two inches. Areas to the west and north are preparing for rainfall amounts of up to four inches. Baptist Health System is scheduling a hiring event today for its Southside Hospital in the Brooks area. The event will be held from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Mission Trail Baptist Hospital at the Research Plaza. The hospital is interested in recruiting RNs for the emergency room and cath lab, respiratory therapists, CT and MRI imaging technicians, cath lab technicians, pharmacy technicians, and patient care assistants. Some of the positions offer sign-on bonuses. In-person applicants will be required to wear masks. A San Antonio-based financial institution is sweetening the deal for potential new and current employees. USAA says they are increasing their minimum hourly wage from $16 to $21. That's nearly $44,000 annually, but when benefits including annual compensation packages, holiday bonuses, 401k match, and pension, that brings the annual pay to more than $53,000. The increase kicked in last week. 
Tickets for next month's Worst Fest are on sale. Thousands of visitors are expected to flood into New Braunfels for Worst Fest from November 5th to the 14th, which returns this year after being canceled in 2020 by the pandemic. After 2019's Worst Fest, a fire destroyed the festival's Market Plots building, which was later rebuilt. General admission is $18 in advance and $20 at the gate. Hold the ice cream, we all scream for Krispy Kreme. Correspondent Diane King-Hall has the details. Starting today, you can take a sweet bite out of the spooky season. This year, Krispy Kreme is rolling out three new Halloween-themed treats, the Bewitched Broomstick, Abracadabra, and Enchanted Cauldron. You can get a free donut on Halloween if you wear a costume. KTSA AccuWeather. A flash flood watch has been issued for the area from tomorrow morning through Thursday evening. It'll be more humid today with clouds and breaks of sun, along with a shower and thunderstorm mainly this morning. It'll be breezy this afternoon, high 89. Breezy this evening, mostly cloudy and humid overnight with a thunderstorm late, though 74. I'm meteorologist Joe Lundberg with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.